0: I think it's the orchestration of all those innovation. I call it innovation vehicles. You you need to actually understand what is the benefit and the drawbacks of each and every instrument that you're playing. And only if you combine them very well, then you have a really like a good approach of, of tackling the different challenges that you have as a corporate.
1: Welcome to a brand new episode of our podcast, Human and AI, Mind, Machines, and the Great in Descent.
2: Thanks for tuning in to our geeky podcast to discuss the fascinating field of AI and machine learning, corporate craziness, passion for technology, and the role of humans in all of this. We are Uli and Avery, and we really can't wait to introduce you to the one and only Sebastian Kreis who is the founder of Station X. He's a purpose-driven leader who unlocks technology to create top and bottom level growth. Sebastian has an entrepreneurial mindset to design, build and execute an organization to spur business growth. Moreover, he's passionate, not only about enabling innovation and technology-driven teams, but also about shaping a startup ecosystem that really creates impact And with that, I would suggest, uh, let's jump right in. Sebastian, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you and where exactly do we catch you today?
0: Hi, thanks so much. Uh, Really pleased to be here and share a little bit of my story. You're catching me a little bit south of Munich. Uh, I'm working there from the home office currently. And yeah, uh, things are moving on. No COVID slowly, slowly disappearing. So looking forward, especially to that podcast today.
1: Yeah, awesome to have you, Sebastian. I, I guess, right, especially in, in current times of this, you know, within such a pandemic, you know, I guess we're still in, if, uh, at least we feel about it, right? Um, you know, it yeah. gives us also some reflection of, you know, what life is about. It's maybe about, you know, shaping the world and content, but also about happiness. So that's that's a bit of a tough one, right? At the beginning. What does happiness actually
0: mean to you? well that that's probably the toughest thing in in the world no uh but but from what i've learned for my it and it's very personal no but what Mm. i've learned it's really about being in the moment uh, not caring too much about the past not too much about the future and for me happiness is really when 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 i'm able to make people smile
1: nice love that one
2: So let's see if we can make people smile with this podcast episode (laughs) and also referring to being in the present. What's uh, like your major present uh, project right now or one of the biggest projects is Station X. And that sounds very spacey and mysterious. Um, Maybe can you tell us um, a little bit more about about Station X and what it's about?
0: Station X is our venture client unit, and what we've built there is, in in an essence, it's a bridge between Siemens Mobility and the startup ecosystem. So what we're trying to do is really identify the pain points, the problem that our organization is facing, uh, which they want to solve within the one, two, or three years. And then we go out into the startup ecosystem and find the best, perfect, fitting partner for those one in the startup ecosystem with a cutting edge technology uh, that is perfectly suited to the things that we are doing and becoming a client to the startup. That means really purchasing that technology, testing it very quickly, and then ideally uh, scaling it towards a partnership.
1: Dude, that sounds like a fun, fun job. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it does. Exploring different, different technologies and you know, engaging. But um, you know, it's 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 that you know, founding, um, you know, that you found something and you're still working in a, in a corporate. That seems to be not a natural thing, to be frankly fair. So, what is? What what does it mean actually founding something within a corporate? And maybe can you tell a bit of? I guess that was a bit of a road, right? Also a bit of a journey. What's what's your story behind that?
0: Yeah, so <laughs> you're completely right. No, you you kind of need to be born to to do that in a big corporate, founding something or or starting new initiatives and and pushing the boundaries. Uh, but that really reflects on on my personal story back in the days. I was growing up in Munich, and or close by Munich at least, and I started mechanical engineer and I didn't have any entrepreneurial background. So my father was a civil engineer, my mother was a nurse. I didn't have any touch points to to startups. And lucky enough, I was able to join the entrepreneurship program at TU Munich. And there they teach us the fundamentals of entrepreneurship. You know, how do you identify your team? Uh, the ideas, how do you validate your ideas, uh, building your business case, building the organization, and finally being able to scale it. And that was something for me kind of eye-opening. You know? I was really, from that point on, uh, interested on how does technology actually affect humans, uh, our society, and, and the way we are living. And I knew from that point of time that I want to work in that space, and especially in that intersection of how does that new technology actually change existing industries? And the final hook was when I went to Stanford University, I, I was just to give you a, an example, I was listening to Peter Thiel there on stage, and he told us how they changed the payment system with PayPal. And uh, listening to people like that and seeing how those technology can really affect millions and millions of people, was something that I I I I realized I want to work in that kind of area. I want to push those boundaries. Moving back, I did some X courses in uh, in a big corporate, trying to understand how big corporates are actually ticking, how they do decision, and uh, ended up there uh, working on topics like hyperloop, and then finally had the 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 great chance as well with uh, with a good friend of mine to found a company. Which, which failed miserably, so we closed it down, we took our lessons, we moved on. But that was ex- extremely interesting times. And I, I saw that opportunity of joining Next47, and there it was the same story. Um, Next47 at that time was really something groundbreaking. It was completely new. And when I was joining, we really defined how do we want to create value for the startup's And for Siemens, at the same time, we were building up our operating model, the organization, and try to see how can we create value and how can we capture value. And so uh, I was there deep diving in several topics, for example, autonomous driving. And then I do remember one conversation with our CTO. And you can imagine, like our CTO is a little bit older person, complete different personalities. But it, it, I do still remember that conversation talking about how new technology is affecting our, our everyday life. And what I took out of that conversation was really that, that situation that we might lose out on, on opportunities of technology uh, of technologies because we can't invest in each and every technology that we would like to partner with. So we need to Find efficient ways of of partnering, and he asked me whether I would like to join Siemens Mobility and building uh, that that bridge into the startup ecosystem, and and that also looking back really reflects again on my personality that I was eager to to build that up from the ground and see how can Siemens Mobility really, um, really really work ideally with startups, how can we make that happen and, and make it beneficial for both sides? So I, I knew back in the days it's it's a natural fit for myself and and I really want to do that. Even though that I know there are a lot of challenges when you're setting up things like that in a corporate environment. Um, I was really looking forward to that one. And that's what I, I founded inside of Siemens Mobility, which is called Station X. And where we're doing uh, projects and projects together with our organization becoming a client to the startup
2: well what a what an exciting journey and i love how now looking backwards it all like connects perfectly and it makes so much sense and how like the entrepreneurial program at the uni how it like started off with that and that you got like uh, so much new um, inspiration and new input and now like you just combined everything and are working on um, such an exciting um, in such an exciting area and what i think is very special about it that it is that you're really bridging two different spheres so like really connecting the corporate world with a startup ecosystem and how does that collaboration actually look like um, is it um, that the startups just approach you and um, you connect with them or is it like you have certain themes or topics and then you're looking for the right startups to join
0: yeah so we we are looking very broadly at all kind of new technologies that could benefit um, Siemens and, and our business. Uh, we, in, in most of the cases, in 95% of the cases, it's really about we talk to our internal experts. We identify the pain points, the problems that they have in their day-to-day work, and then go out into the startup ecosystem. And really identify and scout for a solution that is the perfect fit to that um to, to that problem. Because you, you mentioned it Uli, at the very beginning, you no, know, there is a lot of challenge when you're setting up things like that. And one of the things that we realized is you have to always come from the problem first and you can't push things that you see outside of your organization into um into the the heads of the experts. It need to come from from their from their pain points, from their challenges that they are facing, which makes it a lot easier to find that matching point. You no, know, that matching point where you create that win-win situation, that magical moment where you say, Okay, it makes completely sense if you combine those two two areas. And there's a benefit for both sides. You're talking on eye level, and it's not just You're the small supplier um, and, and you can be happy to work with us. No, it's completely different. We are looking for a solution to the problems that we are facing. And therefore, we are happy to work with the best company out there.
1: That sounds too tempting to be frank. fear, right? I think for you know, I've I don't know, been for for the, in this company for quite a while, right uh, time, um, and I feel like it's you know we're still very hesitating. You know, if if you say like you know does a does a corporation need the speed yeah. and admire the speed of startups, right? Uh, you know, everybody on the executive suite say yeah, we need to learn from maybe back in the day Silicon Valley the last four years, uh, you know, learn from Asian markets stuff like that, or uh, you know, Israel market and stuff like that. Uh, though I see, you know, also within Siemens quite some hesitating, a bit of, you know, yeah. and sometimes uh, you know, completely it, agree, yeah. And sometimes after feeling, it's it's like you know, getting getting you know, getting getting closer to a, a you know friendship. You know, you make party together. You wake up in the morning, and <laughs> the, the afternoon, you know, 20 in a bath and you look really horrible, and both look at each other and say, like, "Okay, that's the truth. We married in right. This is where we are, you know, developing further." Although it's, you know, do we actually can offer a startup something or, you know, um, you know, why should they give us actually a try? I think I heard a lot of people, right, get really frustrated engaging with, with lots of yeah. corporates because it's, you know, they, they, you know, innovation theater and so on, right? Why, sh- why, why do we need, you know, such an ecosystem and such, such engagement? Why should they give, you know, the startups and, uh, you know, the talent actually give us a try?
0: Yeah, yeah, Uli, and I completely agree. No, it, there's definitely not everything is, is fun and not everything is like um, the, the, the perfect and that there are a lot of challenges. And uh, there, there's not everyone inside of our organization is as well completely open for that one. And it's mm-hmm. a hard sell, sell, no? Finally, you you have to face it. We A lot of our work is internally as well, convincing people about the value. And there's there's one conversation after another, uh, some more open. But what we realized is there is uh, 20 billion US dollars invested each year into startups in our area. So you can't neglect it. You can't just say okay, we don't do it, and you need to find a way to uh, to to work together as efficient as possible. Mm. And as you're saying, no, it's like you you we are looking for offering the startup something that is valuable for them and i I heard a phrase um a couple of weeks ago which was uh, one of the main targets of each startup should be to get from v c financed to client or customer financed and I found that really interesting because it's basically giving a, an idea. That a startup per se is externally financed at the very beginning. You can't earn everything, but your major target should be to find the customers in your area and find projects and products that you can sell in order to get a profitable company. And therefore, one of the most important things is to find your customers. And this is what we're trying to, to solve you now with Station X. We wanna become an easy entry point. Towards Siemens Mobility, so that we become a long-term customer to the startup. And just giving you one one of the examples that I can give you, um, we which which is an interesting example from one of our factories. Our factories were actually had the situation that they had a bottleneck into in their uh, visual quality inspection of PCB boards so they are basically assembling those boards and they're putting small components on those and those could be scratched that could be misplaced that could be rotated whatever it is but there is there are people and and machinery then checking afterwards whether they comply and that was becoming a bottleneck in our production so we were looking actually for a solution And the organization was looking for a solution in that specific area. They didn't find anything with our standard suppliers. And they turned to us and they said, hey, Sebastian, we've heard about Station X. We would like to test and see whether there is a technology in the startup ecosystem. And due to the fact, and by the way, they missed to find a solution with the existing suppliers because it's quite challenging. Because um, in our industry, we do have small batches and high variation. That means you can't use a typical AI approach and train millions and millions of data points. In that specific case, we found Inspector and they gave us a pre-trained model where we were able to just leverage 10 good data points in order to um, configure that algorithm to our needs. And there you see... That the final outcome will be that we are actually purchasing the license and the product from those specific startups. And that was a win-win situation for, for both sides. And I think those are the situations that becoming more and more urgent. Also in product portfolio, in our own processes, in the digitization, we're trying to accelerate really our internal innovation efforts as well the external ones. And I think if you combine those two worlds in a smart and mutually beneficial way, there's a lot of potential. But you really need to find those cases. And that's the tricky part. And I think that there's still a lot of work that we need to do, that everyone in the industry needs to do. Um, But that makes it rewarding as well when you see those founders, when you see those startups there, uh, genius solutions that they sometimes have and the need in our organization and we are able to to bring those two worlds together is is something that that makes us smile
2: Sebastian thanks for sharing that example I think it very vividly actually um, showed um, how important that collaboration can be and that you are actually um, yeah that you're it's a win-win situation in the end both are profiting. From, um, from the collaboration and what I like so much is that you really, you start in the industry, you start with the real problems and you talk to the to the users, um, like in this case in the factory, like what are the real issues and then based on that you're looking for solutions and um, I think that's so important to really create something or find a startup that uh, creates the right um, solution to your problem in the end, uh, so that's Um, so valuable and you mentioned that actually in that example um, AI didn't really uh, wasn't uh, feasible but I guess since AI is such an omnipresent technology um, there must be also quite some use cases where um, AI was maybe playing an important role so um, how would you describe the, um, the importance of AI for Station X are there any projects that you can maybe share with us in that area maybe even about inspector
0: there's definitely pre-trained model in that case but in 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 general ai plays an extremely important role for us because what what we are doing is essentially we do uh, optimize uh, our internal processes as well our products and uh, thinking about the internal uh, in internal optimization there are tons and tons of use cases where you're can think of making us, in our development, in our engineering, more efficient. And then what we also do, we, um, as as a railway OEM, we, we are providing safe and reliable transportation. So that means our, our system should be as efficient as possible and ideally 100% available in the market. So we're looking at all different cases uh, on predicting failures and in optimizing uh, traffic networks. All those different use cases are actually extremely suited uh, for for AI because we are handling that much data, and uh, there there is also. But from my for my experience, you really need to look at the use case. You really need to look at the pain point No, And as you're saying, no AI is such such a password as well and everyone's jumping on it. you need to really carefully look at it. Is that really the, the, the right technology for your problem and is that something that you that you honestly need to do? In, the, in that case, do you have the data available? and that's something where we look at it case by case in order to find the right solutions.
1: Yeah, there's a bit of saying, right, in the context of startups and AI. You know, if it's you know, when they're raising money it's AI, you know, when they when they hire, it's machine learning, when they, you know, actually work it, it's some some very down to the earth logistic regression and so on, right? So there's a lot of hype in the field, right? And I I also observed a lot of startups just renaming you know, their big data terms on the websites, right, into AI, you know, uh, <laughs> aspects. What's your view, you know, yeah. on, on the AI startup scene? Is, is you know, can can you slice the world and the elephant a bit down for us?
0: Yeah, yeah, and this is the same for my observations, and th- that's why we we are also building on the framework of Station X, no? Do your pilot first, test and try, and not just believe people who... um uh, who, who promise you they are applying AI and they will solve everything in the world. We had so many interactions where people were saying we can do everything. And it, the, the moment where you boil it down and where you really come to to what are you actually doing and how can we use your solution. It turns out that they are often either getting to a limit where they can't uh, provide a solution anymore or where they just over uh, promised their solutions. So for us, really one of the most uh, tricky part is to learn very quickly about the limits in that specific use case. So we, we are eager to test and try it out very quickly and then see uh, whether, whether it makes sense.
2: I would like to quickly refer back to the partnerships because you said that you actually start with the business challenge so you're really in the domain and then you look for the startup that uh, might match and might be the right fit um is there also an opportunity for startups to connect to to station x or directly to you so if they think they um, can offer something that might be interesting to you um
0: yeah so I'm always open for for having those discussions no I'm attending events I'm um I'm also open on on LinkedIn for any conversations into that direction and and I prefer the moment that they approach me giving a little bit of teaser how how it might fit into our organization but that's something that we are completely open because one one of the tasks as well that I see in my role is to have my ears and eyes out there in order to assess What is changing out there? What new technologies are upcoming? And and how could that be applied? And we wanted to be as open as possible in order to uh, assess and and see how, how, how that solution could fit into it. What we are then doing, the moment that someone is approaching us, we look at that solution. Does it really fit to us? Does it make sense? And then engage early on, again, our experts into our organization because this is then, again, the 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 idea of bring our business units together with the with the startups. Uh, but I'm always happy to have those discussions.
1: So if we if we reflect a bit on the outside, oh, apart from you, you know, you you mentioned and um, you know founding something, you know, engaging entrepreneur spirit with an organization, you know, and, and being an entrepreneur in a large organization, right? What's your view and reflection on? Can an employee actually be an entrepreneur if you work for a large corporation? Is it <laughs> is you know you know what I mean? It's because you don't 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 go in the risks and stuff like that, right? You have no financial. I guess you know if you found yeah. it right or not, you don't have a financial. You know you don't don't literally do. We, are you taking a risk? what's if you? Or oh, we do take a risk in that kind of. Can you can you reflect? On that? I,
0: yeah, um let me try. So I think there is a different risk that you're taking. You you um either way uh, whether you are a startup founder or inside of a corporate like an entrepreneur, you you're taking risk, you no. Know? Um, risk of a startup could be that you're completely failing, but uh, you you might start a new company. In in a big organization, it's also uh, that you might risk your career, uh, your career path, if you don't uh, don't succeed in that specific area. So there is certain risk, and I think each and every person is different in their risk level or what kind of risk is is tolerable for them. Mm. And uh, there there are so so many different people, and I've seen extremely entrepreneurial people in big organization who kind of manage to live in that environment and handle the governance and and the regulations that they have. Mm. Um, On the other side, I've seen also startup founders, which I was thinking, okay, I I would have expected that person to be more in a big corporate world. Mm. So, And there's not one person fits all. Mm. Everyone is different. Every founder is different and uh, i think as well in in a big corporate everyone's kind of different
1: maybe and connected and subsequent to that so is done mm-hmm. you know uh, is it done more there's a, a big hype company on on you know company builder either within the company right or and yeah. or even Outsourcing, let's say, you know, externalizing <laughs> it, right? Uh, to, partly also, you know, the, someone has said like the next moonshots will be on university levels, not in the corporate, right? So what's what's your for What's what's the right engagement format for corporates? Is it you know traditional, maybe you know matching company challenges with startups, or is this what we you know co co bringing you know shaping entire entities, right? Outside yeah. and within inside the corporation, right, is, is a better approach. What, what's your view on that? I,
0: I think it's the orchestration of all those innovation. I call it innovation vehicles. You, you need to actually understand what is the benefit and the drawbacks of each and every instrument that you're playing. And only if you combine them very well, if you really know when to use which one, what is the purpose of those ones? Mm -hmm. Um, Then you have really like a good approach of, of tackling the different challenges that you have as a corporate. Now, one might be more suitable to you learn about the long term visions. The other one might be more about you need to find a solution in your core business. But the other one might be you need to extend into new markets, into new products, into new business models. And therefore, you need to choose that extremely wisely and have have really the right talent who's able to make that decision and have the experience on that. Sebastian, maybe.
2: If you have a look back um, to your time as a student, you had like a super impressive track record and you've been to different places and you had a startup which failed, but now you built something even bigger and um, like so well connected also to the different startups. Um, Is there any advice you would like to give uh, genius minds out there who are crazy about ideas and really want to make a difference and maybe sometimes it also can be a little bit difficult if you're um, inside a corporation like uh, you were so how can you be that pioneer that really starts new initiatives and pushes through even even if it gets hard sometimes do you have any advice on that
0: so 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 one of the learnings that i took and what i understand under- underestimated as well at the beginning was building your network inside and outside of your organization, your corporate is is one of the most important things. I, I I believe people really um really overestimate what they can achieve in the short term and underestimate what they can achieve in the long term. And that's especially true for your network, how important it is. And you really need to build that early on and work on that day by day because in a big corporate it's all about how can you execute how can you make things happen and that's always by inspiring people working together with people and having your network in an organization and outside and i think uh, the more you invest into that area uh, the the more it helps you over the long term
2: so network matters um, i think that's a pretty good advice And with that, I um, would already like to move to our last part to the very end of our session. Sebastian, time was really flying with you. Uh, But before we finish this episode, we have a little tradition, a little game. It's called Authentic Autocomplete, which we would like to play with you. So let me give you for the closing a couple of sentence starters and you will just finish them. Sebastian, are you ready?
0: I, I am. Go and shoot.
2: Go and shoot. All right. So let's start with an easy one. Siemens is?
0: Siemens is a chameleon uh, always adapting to the situation that they're in.
2: I like that analogy. Um, Technology with purposes?
0: One one way to really have an impact on, on people and our daily lives.
2: Beautiful. A startup ecosystem is needed because...
0: Because we can't solve everything on our own.
2: Exactly. Station X in five years will be?
0: Will be hopefully an important pillar in the the way we are driving innovation at Siemens Mobility.
2: I hope for that. And last but not least, if I could change one thing in the world immediately, it would be?
0: what. Uh, For me, it would be that people respect each other again. Uh, I think a lot of the conflicts that we currently have is that people don't respect uh, the other person that they are talking to. And only with the respect, you can really start a good conversation, a good communication again to solve the issues that we currently
1: have. Wonderful. Sebastian, thanks so much. I learned a lot. Uh, learned quite quite a bit on how to engage actually and I learned that you are still and, and and still be and still will be in the future a, a really awesome dude uh, you know to engage to talk you know um, and which is willing to share also not only the challenges which we face in Siemens but also you know willingness to share yeah. you know advice in your history and folks out and startups out there yeah if you have heard it you know connect to Sebastian on LinkedIn right and or tell us you know in the, in the comments what you like what you don't like what we could improve or you know which startups maybe you know to engage with where we need to put you know Sebastian's uh, attention to it Sebastian thanks so much for
0: your time here thank you so much for having me it was a blast really nice talking to you and anytime soon and folks out there stay bold committed and open-minded
1: and we hear us definitely in the next Siemens AR Lab podcast cheers <laughs>